Welcome to another edition of the Indie Wrestling Guide, your guide to the best and worst in independent wrestling, proudly brought to you by the Mysterious Benefactor. I am Jayhawk. He is back and not dead, thank God. Jay Gold? I'm alive. I don't know how many people give a shit, but I'm alive. Hey-o. I'm sure uh, Sam from Burlington is very upset about that. <laughs> That's my impression, my general impression. Yes. <laughs> that voice that jumped in at Charlie Butter? Yes, I'm here. Uh, I have lots of uh, enthusiasm tonight. Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> and based on our feedback, giving the best for last, it's Marky. I was about to say, but I'm glad you said it instead, so I don't sound as vain. <laughs> Listen, if we take you away, you're the only one that's good looking on this show. So we need you here. You, you bring up our uh, our quota for good looking. <laughs> Josh, you missed the the official announcement of uh, Marcy's OnlyFans last week. Well, as as Marcy is my co-host and friend, I have been uh, monitoring her accounts very closely, so I, I was aware. I was aware, and I'm very happy for you, Mars. And Marcy, uh, we expect at least a thousand dollars towards this show every month. So uh, get on that. Whoa, whoa, whoa wait! <laughs> with that, that's with our, the that's extra our income, cost. That's our right, promotional cost. With the cost. extra income that Marcy brings in, we are going to be rolling. We're going to put the visual element in. We're all going to get computers, yeah. and it's all going to be on Marcy's dime. Yes. Only, only one of us equipment. in the room does not have a computer right now. <laughs> Who's that? that <laughs> we're upgrade oh. all the equipment. We're gonna have, you know, right. we're gonna take this video. We'll start doing YouTube video shows. Yeah, it's all, it's all on Mars. There you go. Sure. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a cheerocracy, Marcy, and you're three to one voted against. So, sorry. That's right. I'll be a cheer tater. One of us. Join us. <laughs> Well, I am glad I, for you, Mars. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I missed last week's uh, <laughs> last week's show. Um, and uh, I'm glad I'm not dead. But everything does taste a little like lemons and ammonia. I think uh, our new, our next guest, Dustin, can attest to that uh, due to the COVID. And and I have a dinner club tomorrow night, and it's Indian food. So if there's anything that's going to save my senses. It's going to be a night of Indian food out in Long Island. So, oh yeah, it's going to uh, burn it out through your nose and everything. It'll, I hope so. Because listen, I, I honestly, I was eating on Saturday and I was eating onion rings, and I'm like, man, this place sucks. I'm like, there's no taste in these onion rings. I'm like, let me get this ultra garlicky pork, you know, donor sandwich gyro. And I'm like, oh my god, this just tastes like texture. Texture without taste is just like eating snot. It is gross. And I'm like, oh, there's something wrong. And I ran into my bathroom. And I took my deodorant out and I put it up against my nose and I'm like, I can't smell a thing. There's nothing there. And I was taking my wife's like bathroom shampoos and stuff, right up my nose, like, and I and I and I couldn't smell anything. And everything was was gone. I, I have never felt so strange in my whole life. And then at the end game was uh, I wake up two days later and I'm like, oh my god, I smell like shit. And it was me because I didn't shower for two days and I figured out that I was the, I finally got my smell back because I could smell myself and I was gross. So that was an unfortunate week of, uh, of unactivities and I'm glad I'm back and I can smell again. Yeah. It's definitely the worst when you can't smell anything and you can't taste anything. It is the absolute worst. You don't want to do anything. Cause you're just like, what the fuck's the point of eating? Like exactly. I can't taste it. I can't smell it. I, like well, I know what this is supposed to taste like. This sucks. Texture without taste is one of the weirdest. Uh, uh, I don't even know how. Like your senses 
you and you, you really take for granted how important things are together because if you don't have them all together nothing works like i couldn't believe that i was looking at a sandwich and just tasting texture nothing not one bit of flavor not a salt my mother-in-law was like you should put salt on everything so i'm shoving salt down my throat nothing it was bizarre but uh I'm glad that I'm back because uh, I didn't want to go through that anymore. And I'm, I'm a terrible patient. So there was, might've been some tears. You never know. That's yeah, definitely the worst. I, I'm knock on what I hope I don't, I don't catch it again here for a long time. So, yeah. Uh, what about you, Jay Hawk? What'd you do last week? Not a whole hell of a lot because AIW, honestly, I just, I get, I get, I get home. I take care of the kids. I go to bed. That's pretty much my week. So opinions on the show. It was good. Yeah, it's a little, lot of fun. Little little long to main little long the main event was fucking insane, and I don't even know like why half the what half the shit happened happened, but well I do. Yeah. They were trolling Brian Alvarez with the fucking Quant Monster <laughs> and Hill Jack, but <laughs> that got out of control fast. And uh uh I gotta say, when well, maybe we'll talk to Dustin about it, the uh students really need to pick up their game as far as taking a ring apart and putting it back together because that took way too long. I thought it was super quick, man. Like, holy crap. Like, there's only so fast you can do it. I mean, I'm taking it, not just a part of it, but the whole mat off plus the ropes. That was pretty quick. I don't know. I was impressed. Did you think, I didn't realize the mat for the AIW ring was like a rub, almost like a, almost like a uh, gym mat when they pulled up the black, almost like a foam. I Because WWE, whenever they rip off the mat, it's like almost like a foam pad. Mm-hmm. But AIW's was a little thicker. I don't know if that helps them or not. And they don't use wooden boards going across. They use plywood. So there was a little bit of a difference when I looked at their ring as opposed to what, you know, some of these TV, when they rip it off during the TV shows. Yeah, I think it was just a different color of the foam. It was it was pretty much the same thickness as what like WWE uses. As far as like the plywood goes, I, maybe it's not as springy as like what uh, boards would be because I know like boards add that spring to it, but they have the metal frame. So I don't know. Right. I, I really I couldn't tell you. I'm not a interesting. We'll have to definitely ask Dustin about I'll that. S- I'll say from a viewer standpoint. Yeah, I'll say from a viewer standpoint, it was it was a great show. It was fun to watch. There was a lot of craziness. Um, I thought the first half of the show was like perfect length. And then I thought the second half kind of grinded a little bit. I think Derek's match was a little long. I think Josh's match was a little long, but not in a bad, not, not to a point where I would say it's a detriment, but I think if it would have ended at 1015 instead of 1040, I think you would have had, you know, a little more energy at the end. Yeah. Dominic price is my match of the night. I really enjoyed that. Um, I also really liked Sam and Bronner. They fucking killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the four way for the intense title. Like I, it had some good moments in it, but, you can only brawl in the crowd so many times on a show and, and make it like worthwhile. And I just, that kind of just was like, Oh, we're going to do this. Okay. All right. Just, it felt like, uh, mm-hmm. felt like we've already been there before. So I was just kind of like just sitting and chilling and just kind of playing on my phone while they were doing whatever they were doing since I couldn't see. So, but other than yeah, that, I, I, mean, I, I really, event, want, I, I really want Lawler and Alvarez against trip kitty after that though. Yeah. The uh yeah the the main event was really fun uh like, like I said when they tore the ring apart that was just even that was just like just wild all the way around and it just kept going crazier and crazier and then you got this Swamp Man Hill Jack coming out it was just wild it was a lot of fun uh definitely was better than them just trying to straight up do like a twenty minute mat classic like you know we've had previously for main event at, like main event shows 
where it's okay, but everybody's burnout. This actually felt like everybody was still with it. And then like, it just started going crazy. And then everybody really got into it because it was so wild. So it was really fun. Marcy, your thoughts. You were, you know, six feet above everybody else. I had fun. Um, <laughs> there was, I was gonna say there was a big debut at this show and it was my new boots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. I missed that. They, they only lasted the first half of the show. So you got to break. You got to break them in a little bit. They'll, you know. I mean, you're, you're really, you're really tall anyway. And then when you add the pinch it to your boot with your boot, you look like Andrea the Giant out there. Oh my God! Long legs, Mars, with those boots. Oh my goodness! You have a little bit of an advantage. You can see over everybody too with those boots. Like the people and the people love them. So yeah, give the people what they want. I don't know. I I I only heard one person compliment your shoes, but I think it was after you switched them out. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's still one more perk and complimented anything I did. So listen, well, Jayhawk, I you want to compliment multiple times. Thank yeah, you Jayhawk, very much. Put the boots on and, and go out there and see if you get the compliments. But I think it's Marcy in general getting the compliments. But I, let's see. Next time I see you, you got to wear the boots. It, it's Marcy in general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the aurora, the aura I have. <laughs> I almost said Aurora. <laughs> oh, so Toy High is this Saturday, by the way. I'm so excited. I'm, it's gonna be my first one. Yeah, Jayhawk's a loser. He's not going. Um, but he's uh, but he's gonna go to the wrestling after, right? Most likely, I'm going to the wrestling after. I don't. I unless something happens to where like somebody gets sick or something, I don't see any reason why I can't go. Are we all okay. gonna go bowling? Uh, I mean, we could. So jealous. I mean, I am so jealous. I want to go there so badly. That seems that seems like a good team building event. The the food's really good there. So like, yeah, I expect our group to to do some bowling. Like probably before or after hopefully you know and just chill out and have a really good night like i'm planning on being out all night even though i'm going to be up super fucking early to do toy Ohio. I'm, I'm planning on you know burning the the candle at both ends that night and drinking a bunch of monsters and just fucking having a hell of a party because i don't do it very often so nobody tell dom that i'm going to be at the uh G- gcw show on saturday okay let's not let's not tell him any of that <laughs> let's all just hint at it very subtly <laughs> But don't exactly say it. It's for that benefactor that's money. Just the, that's between the four of us. Don't tell anybody I will be at that JCW show in Jersey City at the White Eagle, making a, a, a my first go at the White Eagle since 2020 when I went to the uh, No Holds Barred, first ever No Holds Barred show at White Eagle. And uh, it was Nick Gage versus Tessa Blanchard and um, Eric... Uh, um, uh, Eric, uh, oh, who was he against? Um, John Wayne Murdoch. Oh, that that card was crazy. There was there was the first ever ICW No Holds Barred show was awesome. Um, yeah, but wasn't I will Necro be back on that show? Yes, it was Necro and Killer Cross, I think. Or, or yeah, <laughs> yeah, Killer Cross was on there and Tony Deppin, and then Necro was against oh some putts, and I I just forgot. But it that was a really fun show. It was it'll be my first time back there in three years, and I'm I'm. Really excited just to watch shows there, even though it is uh, GCW. Okay, well, I think that's a good segue into going into what's on it. What's on this weekend? No GCW show because the Jerky Jacob. There are two shows: one at two o'clock and one at eight o'clock. Those are both airing on Fight Plus. Uh, the AIW show is not listed yet. They're probably trying to figure out the internet and the venue, the new venue, so that may or may not be added. I'm sure it'll be up on demand within a day or two if it doesn't go, if it doesn't go up live. Oh, gotta, it'll be live. Gotta be there live, baby. Well, that too. 
I'm just going to miss out on all the uh, Big Lebowski jokes all night, and I'm very disappointed in that. Over onto the IWTV side of things, Freelance Pro Wrestling has their three cheer for Sweet Revenge show. That's fr- the coming Friday, February 10th at 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern. Echo Up Pro Wrestling is Friday night, 11 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Pacific. Uh, Saturday got uh, Dreamwave, NFPW, 5PT Wrestling, all with live shows. So quite a bit going on. And for those of you who are willing to pay for NWA content, and I don't know why you would be at this point, it, NWA got their pay-per-view Nuff Cut on Fight TV as well, $24.99. I am sorry, as long as Tyra calls that. How 20, much? $24.99, and as long as Tyra can be a world champion, I am not paying anywhere near $24.99 for an NWA pay-per-view event. I think the days of paying anything over 15 bucks for a pay-per-view uh, on an independent show is out-fucking-rageous. It honestly is outrageous. And, and it, it, it's not saying that that... You know, you shouldn't do it, but honestly, anything over fifteen bucks is is come on, come on. Let's let's be honest. If you're not even Peacock doesn't charge that. You're paying four ninety nine or whatever a month. How the hell can you justify twenty five dollars for that show? Yeah, I, I know, I know somebody who is uh, big enough into brokey that they will probably pay the twenty four ninety nine, and I am sure I will be able to find a way to watch it with Ted Perkin at some point this weekend. But I'm not. As somebody who can old NWA fans from way back, you can't convince me to pay twenty five dollars for for a pay per view main evented by Tyrant. You can just call out your brother; it's fine. This is just <laughs> something Kent would do. You dork ass motherfucker. Uh, Kent is not a Brokey fan by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> I don't know. Fact, he strikes last- me as one. He really strikes me as one. Matter of fact, the la- matter of fact, the last time I watched a pay per view with my brother, I'm the one that bought the damn thing. So. <laughs> I know who'll be paying oh, so for that one. He's a cheap ass uh, too. God damn! <laughs> At least he has a call. Adam, Adam Van Adam Vansky will definitely be uh, uh, paying for that Broski pay per view. You know it. He's got that uh, that at odds money. Yeah, the uh, uh, the clickbait money from uh, their their uh, Amazon click through or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure Adam Van is going to watch that show through perfectly legal means. Right. Yes, he loves Broski, and he loves giving Broski He'll all his money. He'll absolutely support him that way. That's something Adam Van would 100% do, <laughs> that jobless <laughs> lunatic. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to attack Vansky on I the show right am. now. I absolutely am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh, attack the, the one weakness that I see in that man. Uh, no, okay. no, no. He, he started he the importer-importer nice bitnik again. He's fine. Oh, just yeah, you wait. he gives nice hugs. I like Vansky. Just, just you wait, Josh. You wait till you hear what he had to say this week, and we'll see if you agree. <laughs> Uh, all right let's uh let's get dustin alberti in here uh the fresh meat commentator uh of the new class bring him in fresh meat dustin hi dustin hi his own from his very own COVID fortress of solitude. I'm out the- of, I'm, I am out of uh, COVID solitude. All right. Hey. I'm allowed to go out in the world. The, the new voice of AIW, the, the new wave, the next generation. Good to have you on, Dustin. It's great to be here. And you, you, you're more of a veteran. I mean, you're, you're a veteran of the school, we, we could say. I mean, as far as fresh meat goes, I don't know if it, it qualifies you as that, but as far as your job now... Um, if you want to go into it with us, you're, you're now you've switched up and we'll, we'll get into, as I say, like the housekeeping parts of it. Um, 
I know you now for several years and I, I don't know your story as far as, um, you know, how you got into the school and, and where you came from, but now you have switched up, you're on the commentary table. So why don't we get into, for the people at home who do listen to AIW broadcast now on fight, how you started your career over at AIW. So uh, my first ever AIW show was Absolution 5, uh, was Brian Danielson versus Johnny Gargano in the main event. Uh, that's not actually what got me to go to AIW. There was a Chikara show beforehand that I went to. So I went to Chikara and then the AIW show was afterwards. They were doing like a double show deal. So I did, I went to both, um, somewhere along the lines. I met my buddy, Adam, who went to AIW shows for the longest time. I started going to AIW shows more. Part of it is because they said they were going to open a school. Uh, they never got around to it. And then once they finally did get around to it, I joined the school. Uh, I was part of the first class, me, Frankie Flynn, a couple redacted students, Brian Carson, Kaplan. Uh, oh, wow. I trained with I trained with them for Weird Body. Weird Body was technically like the first student because he was the first one to show up. Um, so I trained with them for uh, probably about four or five months. Uh, I was getting married at the time, and my ex-wife basically said, hey, we need money for the wedding. You can't give money to wrestling. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I stopped training, but I stuck around AIW for the entire time. Uh, and who were the once, coaches at that first and that first go? Who were the coaches when you first started? It was Johnny. Johnny was the only coach when I first started. Okay. Um, probably, I'd say six months there, maybe a little more than six months, but probably uh, maybe like eight months to a year later is when Candace joined and Candace was the coach. So it was Candace and Johnny after that. And then Dom took over, and then Dom and Derek, and Dom and Dr. Dan, and there was a whole bunch of coaches when I came back. Uh, when I came back, everybody was very happy to have me back. Uh, I came back in March of 2019, or 2018, right? Was it 18 or 19? I think it was 2018. So I started training again. Uh, anybody who's been through a divorce and isn't the most financially stable can tell you, like when you have a house and other bills you have to pay and it's only you now, like when overtime comes around, you have to kind of get that overtime. So my training was going real slowly. Finally got some roommates in, finally got a little more financially stable. Uh, I was able to mess with my schedule a little bit. So I was able to start making the training a little more often. I started to get in a really good habit and then COVID hit and uh, COVID happened. Yeah. And came out of covid and my hours got changed where i was working and that put me behind the eight ball and i was just getting depressed and it was hard to it was hard to make it anywhere and then once i switched jobs i well right before i switched jobs uh i had a couple health issues that arose and i had to kind of quit training mm -hmm. kind of hard training i'll still get in the ring and mess around here and there and i like to remind the newer kids that i can do things and, uh, so you, so you were, you were physical when you first started, let's say. So before, yes. before you went and got married, you started off, you're in the first class with all those names that everybody seems to know now in, in Cleveland and in a lot of the Midwest territories. Um, you step away for a little while, you do your thing, the married life, you come back after, you know, what, what happens, COVID goes on physicality wise, you're not working as, you know, like you can in there. Um, tell me about, or tell us. What made you switch over to um, 
um, announcing. I know you never got your debut. So from what I know you since like 2018, I, I you know, I, you've never been to my understanding in on one of the shows as far as in a, in a singles capacity. Um, no, my, my only AIW match is non-canon and it happened at the warp tour. And I was in the, I guess, let me try to get the name right. The totally rad dude of warp tour battle Royal, I think is what it was called. <laughs> and uh, the only, the only two spots is I eliminated Battis. John Thorne gave me a double stomp and then, Dom hit me with a stunner, and I sold the stunner over the top rope, and that's how I got eliminated. Wait, so let's let's all go back there for a minute. You eliminated Ed Battis. The, yeah. Uh, Ed they Battis anybody, our straight edge friend in that thing. who works the cameras and the, and has set-tab photo and everything else, and Ed Battis was eliminated by you. Yeah, I eliminated Ed Battis. Fantastic. So you, you, you finished it. You have your one non-canon wrestling match. Yes, um, you're I'm still kidding. you're at training. Still, you do your thing. Where did you decide that you were going to uh, do commentary? How did you figure out that this was your next steps? Now, if I can go back a little bit, did you go to school and play sports when you were um, younger? Where did this come into? How did you how did you decide that wrestling was going to be your jam? Uh, well, I've always been a wrestling fan since I was mm-hmm. a child. Like my first, I my mom tells the story, so it's got to be true. My first, like, so I, I could say mom, dad, yes, no, and Hulk Hogan. Those were the words that I could say when I was growing up. Because, uh, like, my mom's like, you would cry as a baby. I'd put you in front of wrestling and you'd stop crying. So I always wanted to be a wrestler. Um, I played football in grade school. I wrestled my eighth grade year. Uh, I part-time wrestled in high school. The team would be like, hey, we need someone to wrestle at this weight class. And be like, give or take 10 pounds, I'll do whatever. I'd yeah. go and I was, I wasn't like super successful, mildly successful. I was over 500, but like nothing crazy. Uh, I played intramural football in high school. I was always kind of athletic to an extent. I'm like deceptively athletic, I guess is the, <laughs> the term I like to use. Um, sneaky athletic. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky athletic. Uh, that's yeah. So I, I've always had a little bit of athleticism in what I can do, uh, leading to commentary. Uh, so when I first started, when I first came back to training, that's when members only kind of started training. We all started around the same time. And, uh, I was really happy to see them like make it. And I was, I was going to try to do commentary then, but like, I just, I didn't really know where I'd fit in and I wasn't sure there was enough other stuff going on that I was like, all right, let me let me help with merch. Let me help with setting up the ring. Let me try to get some of these newer kids acclimated to what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, and then when this new class announced that they were going to debut, I had already done commentary for the North Canton shows for Patreon. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like my, let me give it a shot. And I, I enjoyed it. Thorne enjoyed it. Duke was there. Derek was there. We all seemed to enjoy my commentary, so I was like, "Well, let me ask," and just asked. And Thorne was like, "Yeah, of course you can." So, but but why? Like, look, I mean, you uh, in in your conversation so far, you didn't tell us once that you went to broadcasting school that you did anything like that. So, where did no. you where did you get the chops? Because I've listened to you now on the shows, and you don't um it up. You don't you don't need uh, you don't need to reset yourself. As I I, I talk to Butters sometimes, and I'm like. This person says too many ums. I know myself. I can uh, 
slow myself that. down to try to get there. Right. So how did you know that you were going to get on a show and, and not do that? Because I am not a professional broadcaster as much as everybody thinks I am because of, right? But how, how, how did you, how'd you realize that this was not going to be, that this was where you want to be and, and that you weren't going to need training, I guess, uh, uh, orientation into how to, you know, carry yourself on a microphone, on a headset? Well, the couple of things I have going for me at AIW, well, there's a couple of things. So first, before I get to the AIW thing, I'm a good talker. Like, I know that I can talk to people. I have conversation. Like, I have no issue having conversations with anybody. I don't have an issue with, like, I don't want to say thought process, but, like, I, I have a little bit of wit, and I'm able to think on my feet. I'm able to talk quick. Uh, I It's just kind of how I am. I can talk. So I was like, eh, whatever. I'll give it a shot. It's easy in AIW because I know the history because I've been going for so long. So it's almost like a cheat code to like just jump right into AIW commentary. Uh, I've wanted to do commentary at other places. I'm hopefully going to get out and do it at more places. If anybody's hearing this and wants to put me on their commentary team, let me know. Uh, There's a few so, I can tell you you're a hundred times better than without myself getting in trouble right now. I'll keep that to myself for now. But I don't, <laughs> I don't try to compare myself to other people. Uh, but yeah, I'm... I just can talk and that's, I knew I'd be able to just go in there and wing it. I've known Wadsworth forever. I've known anybody I'd be on commentary with outside of Nathan Zagura, who I still have not done it with. And he hasn't been around since I've debuted except for my debut. Uh, he hasn't really been around. So I've worked with pretty much everybody and I'm comfortable with everybody. It's just easy. So but this will be my last one before I hand it off to the team. As I, as we, we, we do um, tell me about, the first show and uh, and what was going through your mind, you know, when you did that, your your quote unquote debut since you did North Canton, but what was it like that first show? Was it was it fresh meat? Was that you at the at the Odeon? Yeah, was, was that your first meat. one? So what did that feel meat. like? And I mean, this is a different style because you're not going through the curtain. You're up top. You're getting introduced on fight or whatever. I forgot if it was on IWTV, whatever it was at the time. Tell us what what was going through your mind and and how you wanted to to carry yourself. Well, anybody who goes to an AIW shows before the show, they'll announce the uh, commentators. And I got like a good ovation, which felt good. Um, I I was a little bit nervous because I asked a lot of the kids like, hey, like if there's anything you want me to try to get over for you guys or anything you want to know, let me know. And some of them gave me some notes, but I didn't have a ton of notes. And like after the first the first half, I felt like, okay, we're feeling it out. I asked Wadsworth for some tips. I took those tips to heart, went into the second half. I feel like first half, second half were night and day. Uh, and Wadsworth even said, like, you took exactly what I told you and you put it into action. I was like, all right, cool. And then I did the six-man tag match at JLIT that night amongst the students. And that I felt pretty comfortable doing that. couple slip-ups, couple issues. Uh the only issue I really have is trying to get my voice right into the mic. Like anybody will tell you, like sometimes I'm a little quiet and I've had to learn to like keep my projection going. And that's really my only issue that I've had that I think I've fixed. But so you step away, you step away from that show and, and you have people listening to you, family, friends. What, it, what was the reception? Uh, I wish family listened. My family doesn't care. <laughs> uh, not that that's not necessarily true. My girlfriend listens now and she likes me on commentary. Uh, but I mean, she's my girlfriend. doesn't really count. Uh, I got mostly good reception, but also, and I keep saying it like it's people like you guys or like 
like actual friends of mine. So like, I don't think they're going to be like, Hey man, you freaking stink. So it's hard for me to really gauge it. And I've only seen like two negative comments online. So if I've only seen two negative comments compared to when I'm on there seeing other people, I'm not, I feel like I'm doing okay. And they're like, like bad comments. One's like, this guy's voice is prepubescent. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, can't do anything about my voice. I've only heard you one time uh, because I go to shows all the time. So like, I've only heard you at the yeah. Halloween show. So I thought it was fine. Um, well, the Halloween show was a whole other animal. <laughs> that was, that was like me and Wadsworth. Just, I was just trying to get every joke I could in on that show. It works. I mean, you know, when knowing you out, outside of doing commentary, like I'd always speak with you at uh, the, um, where you, where you guys would have all the merch and everything. So like, I always felt like you'd you'd do fine at commentary because like like you said you would, you do have the quick wit and everything like that. So I always thought that'd be fine. Um, before I do have like two quick questions. Uh, you said you want to get out and do more commentating. Is there anybody else you want to commentate with besides Matt Wadsworth? Like, is there anybody that like you'd like to like go work with and like maybe learn from them? Um, I think it'll be interesting when I'm able to work with Zagura, uh, just because like I know when I did jaylet his notes were sitting on the table and like i've seen the notes that wadsworth takes i've seen the notes zagura takes and like zagura's notes are like i mean i don't know if you guys have ever seen his browns notes that he posts but they're very similar to his wrestling notes and it's insane uh i'd like to work with joe sposo um i'd like to work with duke more in aiw thorn i'd like to do like thorn and duke being able to do the last show because i couldn't be there was like pretty cool like I, I that's like a team that I, i'd like to work with either of them more i have a really good rapport with thorn and i have a really good rapport with duke but um, if you work with really duke work do you have anyone. to change sorry Dustin, i didn't mean to interrupt you if you work with no, duke don't you have to change doesn't someone have to be the so-called straight man or the color or the play-by-play and somebody has to be color how do you guys decide that um so that's the thing too like uh, indy there is a color man there's a play-by-play guy and obvious i don't like I know you listen to the um, Patreon North Canton shows. Yeah. Duke and I would have to do a match where it was like me and Duke doing a match, doing it against like, it had to be not, not a nothing match, but like a match where it's like the action's not what we're there to call. Like, uh, yeah, like yeah. Kaplan versus Tyson Riggs or something like that, where it's like, or even like <laughs> members only verse members only verse uh like the Wasted Youth show there's a lot of them like members only verse uh Rip City like those are the types of matches where yeah there's like action and you can call it but like the other things going on are the story and those that's where me and Duke would probably excel. Okay, now you talked a little bit earlier about how that first show you talked to some of the guy and what do you want me to what do you want me to go over. I mean, in general, how are you preparing for shows? I mean, obviously, you're not taking the detailed notes, Nathan Kagurik. I've seen it brown note <laughs> up in the booth. I mean, how are you? How are you preparing just in general for the show? Uh, I was drinking two beers, <laughs> and that would get me like to the right level. But now I don't even do that. I feel like I'm, I'm comfortable enough not to do that now. Uh, I just show up with water. Uh, if there's a new wrestler or somebody I don't know very well, I'll watch a match or two, just kind of get an idea of what they can do. Uh, and that's really it. I don't, I, even in school, I, when I gave speeches, I would like minimally prepare. My teachers hated it, but like, I'd go up and give a great speech. And they're like, well, whatever, I guess we can't do anything about it. Um, it's just how it is. I'm, 
I'm not a I'm not a note taker. I'm not a studier. Just never have been. Has anybody has anybody come up to you after after they've watched a show back and been like, "Hey, Alberti, why did you pay this during my match?" A lot of people have. Yeah, I say <laughs> I say a lot of real off the wall, colorful shit. So sometimes somebody will be like, "Hey, like you said," I'll be like, "Yeah, my bad." Uh, I know Hendrix Hawkins gets mad because for some reason, and we know that it's his heart condition, but we keep saying his knee for some reason was the reason he didn't get into Kentucky. I don't know why. I know, <laughs> I know. I said it a couple times. I know Wadsworth said it a couple times. He, after the Wet Wasted Youth show, he had tweeted us both and said, "Hey, it's not my knee. It's my heart." We're like, yeah, my bad. Yeah, I mean, I would, <laughs> so I would rather have it out there publicly than it with my knee than my, than my heart if I were him. But I'd... yeah, you know, you know. Let me ask you something. You you mentioned a few times, and I'm sorry, Mars. I don't want to jump jump over your turn. Um, you mentioned a few times you were you were showing up even when you weren't wrestling. So this would be the right time to say, since this is the Fresh Meat series of interviews for any of the young guys listening, show up, help however you can if you want to get into the business, if you want to stay in the business. Because it's I, I know a lot seeing you in the last five years that you are always working merch. You're always r- running around doing things for, you know, whether it be pickups or um, working at the shows. So, you know, just being around, do you think that really helped you as far as getting, staying comfortable enough to say, Hey, I want another job here. I want to, I want to get on. I think I can do color. Yeah. I think what's helpful. And I tell people this all the time. When people are scared to talk to Thorne sometimes because he's, I mean, he's the boss. He basically runs everything. He's not the, sometimes you see him and he doesn't look the most jovial because he's usually not because he's stressed and angry. Yeah. Uh, but over the years, I created a friendship with Thorne. Like I would say Thorne and I are probably friends first. And then like AIW is like, all right, Thorne's my boss. Like, I mean, we go out, we hang out. Even before I was part of the school, before the school was even open, Thorne and I would go to bars, we'd hang out. Um, and I think it's important to create those, like, like people say, like show up, do the work, but also like make yourself noticed because you can do the work, but if, even if somebody notices you doing the work, they'll be like, oh yeah, I saw that guy do stuff. But like, if he goes, oh, I saw Dustin doing this, it makes it a little more personable. It makes it a little bit more like, like show up and do the work. Don't be loud and braggocious, but like, make sure you introduce yourself, make sure you shake hands. After the show, there's plenty of time to have a drink. Like, buy buy the promoter a drink, and like that's there's only like one way to get an AIW now. We say, and it's through the school. The only other way is to show up and like befriend Thorn and not. I, mean, I know Thorn's gonna be like, no, these people buddy. are talking to me, Alberti. <laughs> but I mean, that's what it is. Like being friends with Thorn goes a long way. That's interesting. So you just called out on. Uh on the card is going to change I'm, I'm i'm working on it then all right right hey if you want to if you want to if you want to get an aiw wait for thorn outside of every show and see if you can hang <laughs> tell me what, not to hang what out. i said not what i said go to the after parties <laughs> go to the after parties and have a good time but don't make an ass of yourself but yes. yeah no and it's it is knowing like the jobs i've done every job at aiw in the front of the house um with the production work now i've done pretty much all the production work there's very few things I haven't done in AIW. So, all right, Mark, you go ahead and jump in here. Um, so yeah, you mentioned you have many responsibilities. One of them being the merch table, so handling the merch, everything. Yes. Uh, what is your favorite AIW merch piece of merch? My favorite. I just love the tank tops. Like the tank tops are. I I I 
I don't know why, but like 2018, I was like, I'm just going to wear tank tops. Like who cares? I'm fat and out of shape. Like, let me just throw a tank top on. It's way more comfortable. Like, let me throw it on. So I just, I love our tank tops. And I think our special, like whenever we put one out, it's different than the last one. And it always is like, like we did the Cavs ones for the comeback. Things like that are just really cool. Um, our hats are cool. Love our hats. Uh, we're going to start doing pins again, I believe. So our pins are always really cool. Yeah, Pauliana's think- back, so that makes sense. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I think the, the AIW merch um, website is has become very uh, robust, and I think they're doing the right thing by you know putting out products that, that people actually want to wear, which is a good thing because I own three track jackets and two pairs of sweats and the fanny pack and – you know, it's kind of cool to know that you know your favorite brand will have a, a, a site like that. Do you uh, do you have anything on there that you besides the tanks that you you're pushing uh, on that website? Yeah, uh, the bucket hats are 100 percent like your idea. I told <laughs> I told Thorne like we got to get bucket hats, and he's like, "Nah, we're not doing bucket hats." And this was like this was before the pandemic even, and he's like, "No," uh, and now all of a sudden bucket hats are the craze. And I'm like, "I told you, bucket hats." <laughs> And so there's, I always, I always get in. I told John Thorne in 2017 to book Jungle Boy, and he was like, ah, "I'm not booking that kid." Yeah. Well, he would just listen to me. Jungle Boy <laughs> in AIW in 2017. So the bucket hats, I definitely uh, made my own before you guys even came out with them for the uh, Russell Rager. Is uh, it five? Yeah, Russell Rager five. I made one because we were going to be in the sun all day. And uh, so I just got like a camo one and I put my AIW button on there and uh, just rocked that for the day. So I'm glad you guys that's, got them now after. But that's hey, you bought the pin. That's all that matters. For sure. <laughs> so since you carry, carry a lot of sway in the merch department, when we get some AIW <laughs> booty shorts? Um, I don't carry that much sway. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess actually, I guess I kind of do now. Um. I can I can put it in with the boss and see what he says. I, I mean, greatly I really appreciate that. I that's mean, a the people would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, Marcy has been people. hot for booty shorts for a while, and like, not a lot of places carrying them. So it's got to be we gotta we gotta start somewhere and then make it the craze, and then every place will hey, carry. Do we not have Do we not have women's sweatpants on uh the merch store? There's joggers, but not leggings. Yeah, just oh, just I think them. there are leggings. There's no, a, there are. There are, think, there are, there are the the, the Biggins Bucks leggings and the Gopher Bucks. Yeah, both but leggings. those are down the side. The AAW is not on the butt. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, it's, I don't think that. Yeah, the that's butt. the important part. See, it's got to be on the if butt. It's on the, if there's like the AIW logo on like the like thigh of them, cut those into shorts. Like I think like booty shorts that are like sweatpants, great look. And they do have those that you could cut those joggers up because the yeah. Ohio AIW logo is right there. There it is. You know what? I'm going to do that on Saturday when I go to the the, the GCW show. You should. It'll make you look good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> have you listened to the other interviews that we've done? Have you, have you listened to any of them? The other students? Yeah, I've listened to all of them. Oh, cool. I'm a, uh, myself and Derek Dillinger are the people who listen to all of the AIW adjacent podcasts and then tell everybody what everybody says. Oh, oh, so, so. Who, got, who got butters in trouble? <laughs> yeah, so who? Uh, what, no, that was Derek. I know Derek because he actually DM'd yeah, it me. me. Yeah, d- he DM'd me when that uh, that all that whole story broke. So <laughs> yeah, we, that's they told me they're like, did you hear butters being really negative? I'm like, 
I just assume Butters is very negative. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are waiting about. Told, I told Justin this at the show. I was like, I love AIW a lot, so I'm going to be negative about things because I want it to be the best that it can be. And if we're positive all the time, then it's not going to fix the things that may be a negative, like, or cause a problem in the future. Like, I'm just like looking out that way at it. And maybe that's wrong. Maybe I should just, you know, just focus on all the, the positive stuff and just stay happy. But, you know, I, I worry so, about things. I will say this. I understand worrying and I understand having negative. There are things on AAW shows that I don't like. Um, but since I've been coming to AAW, you always have to trust the story. Even if you don't like what's happening, it's going to end up building to something you're going to like. Like it never, a story never really disappoints in AIW. And that's the thing that I would, tell most people who are unhappy with something or something's not going the way they want it to go. I'm just like going to not winning titles from now on. If I have an issue, I'm just going to go to Dom and let Dom tell me to shut up. And then I won't have to say anything uh, publicly that's, about it. Cause that's, that's just the way Dom to go. Does everything just on the flip up. side. It's way more fun. If you say stuff. Yeah. You like me being toxic <laughs> about it. I just, I, I'm kind of <laughs> hey, over that. It, at least it entertains me at least. You know, you know I, that stretch like we had it. where Angry Jayhawk drew all the rating gets now Angry Butter drawing all the rating. So I'm trying to be better. I don't know. Like I, I tore apart beyond uh last time, so I'm 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 gonna be okay. I think we'll be all right with um enjoy because I really do like enjoy. So um, I'd love to work for Beyond. I'd love to work for Enjoy. Right, right, can I, I say that? Yeah. Why not? And why can't you further your career? Yeah. That's a good I, that's an uh, important I'd love to work anywhere. So you've you've like you said, you've been through like a lot of these classes. So tell us some fun stories. Uh, you know, we, we got the story about why certain people can't do suplexes in practice. Yeah, uh, I was there heard, that day. <laughs> we've heard, we've heard <laughs> some other fun stories. Uh, do you got any fun stories that you'd like to, uh, tell us on, on the pod today? Um, really uh, there's no good stories. It's just, there's so many like moments of us having a conversation and Arthur MacArthur, like, acting like he's not paying attention to what we're talking about. And then like, kind of like scooching himself over and like trying to like put his ear out, like almost like a cartoon character to hear what we're saying. And it happens <laughs> all of the time. Uh, that's probably, that's where like most of the funny things for me happen is us just making fun of Arthur. Um, well, D- Dustin, you also, you've, you've done pickups, right? You've driven a lot of the talent. I've done a lot of pickups. Who's, who's your favorite, who's your favorite pickup? And you got a story with your favorite. Um, oh, now just remember up. all you young people, Dustin has done everything. He's done pickups. Have, he's done merch. He's done commentary. He's done, done everything. Do you, everything. You never, you never you. called somebody by the wrong name, right? No, I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. Yo, Tammy uh, likes you then. Tammy. I didn't really interact with her much. Cause at that point I was doing merch and like, she was doing her signing. Not where we would usually do the signing was by the ring. So I really didn't get any interaction with her that much. So who's your um, who's your absolute favorite that you've you've had you've had time with? Filthy Tom and Eric Stevens are really cool. Um, Jeff Cobb was really cool. Jeff Cobb was really like he's that he was that type of vet that was like, hey, what can I get you? Like, hey, let's like, yeah, I'll do that. But like, hey, do you want something? Hey, he was like very. He was one of those kind of vets. That was really cool, especially somebody at his level. Um, it's always fun to have Fonzie. Uh, D'Lo Brown yelled at me once <laughs> uh, because I did. I wouldn't turn my GPS on because I knew where I was at, and then he fell asleep in my passenger's seat. I was like, "Yeah, whatever." 
there's stories I can't tell. Uh, Figure there's a bunch of those. People, <laughs> people, people get in trouble. We'll cave though for the live show. Yeah. 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 yeah well, I, don't, I think like what? No, go ahead. I, I, w- I wanted to say I think that's that's uh, uh, impressive though that you could run through a rolodex in your head and think of uh, some of the major talents that have come through AIW and tell us, you know. Even, you yeah. know, hey, I was in a car with this guy, I did this, I did that, this girl, you know. So I think that's very cool that you've managed to run the gamut as far as what you've accomplished at AIW. I, I guess that's an accomplishment. Sure. Hanging out with people. Hanging well, out doing people work. You're doing work. <laughs> I, but some of it's not even doing work. Some of it was just as a fan, hanging out with people. Helping the uh, movies get made. That's how the movies get made. <laughs> yeah, like that's, like the funny things, I'm not a very, like I don't remember things. I just kind of live in moments of things. Yeah. So anything that's funny or any like crazy moment that happened, some of the stories aren't as good as like actually being there and living them. And that's kind of what it comes down to. Like I said, there's there's countless times where I've laughed at students not being able to do certain things or us telling them to do something and then them doing the exact opposite of what we told them to do and me going and like just looking at Dom or just looking at Derek sometimes. Like watching Derek has no patience. So when Derek gets frustrated, you can see that he got frustrated. Dom's learned a lot more patience over time, so he doesn't get as frustrated anymore. Um, but yeah, like it's, I don't, I don't have like a particular moment, whether it be picking people up or like I have a ton of fun just drinking afterwards and hanging out with everyone. It's just kind of, nice. it's kind of how I've always been. So I spoke with some of the students uh, at the show Saturday, and they were fully prepared for you to bury them uh, on the show today. <laughs> Uh, I'll bury so, whoever you want me to bury. So, is there bury anybody that you would like to bury? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, there's nobody I'd like to bury. I bury them to their faces. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I really got much. I, what are we doing anything, with Tyson Riggs? What are we doing? What are, <laughs> Tyson Riggs is a good kid. He just has to get his shit together. What are we doing with that young fellow? When is he? Is he's going to get his head taken off? Unfortunately, this weekend, I feel terrible I, for him. I don't know. We'll see what happens. He's definitely draw the short straw a couple times now. Uh, you don't he's go got, from Kaplan He's got a to... black belt in bear shark martial arts, guys. <laughs> Man, bear, pig, martial arts. Yep. Right. <laughs> it's, it's very successful. You're super serial about that. You can't, you can't spell bear shark without BS. Let's just put it that way. That's, that's Wadsworth. Wadsworth is taken to calling it BS martial arts on commentary. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I say. It's, you know, it's the... <laughs> uh, anybody uh, else have any I questions? Because we have six voicemails to get to this week. Ooh, six. Look at us go. Yes. Wow. You, you, I think you have the record number. Uh, even yeah, though I want to say like, like half of them are not for you. They're just a rip on people, but <laughs> they're there. Hoping, I'm hoping Sam from Burlington calls. I like Sam from Burlington. <laughs> he did. He did call this week. Oh, thank God. Um, That's my guy. We had somebody from, we, we had a uh, observational banter call this week. That's um, my guy. We had Hilljack call this week, so oh, don't don't spoil it. I know, I know. I'm, exci- I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't. I do. I don't want to spoil it. Any other questions? Okay, let, though, yeah. we can get to these. I can't look going to get into the voicemail. I think we've covered everything I wanted to cover. Yeah, Marcy. Oh no, we haven't covered everything. I, Marcy needs to ask about his music tastes, and we got to talk about his favorite movies still. Oh yeah. Oh. So Marcy, go ahead. Marcy, do you want to ask? <laughs> 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 Not I, put you on the spot. I, he just asked it for me, though. That's no, like, no, you gotta, I, ask. gotta do better, like being like, yo, this is what we need to talk about with just actually just asking. 
Uh, my musical taste is that of a 14-year-old girl who grew up in, like, 2010. Nice. Same. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm a pop-punk kid, unfortunately. Uh, I like everything. I'm, I also, I will say, like, that's mostly what I listen to, but I always tell people, like, I listen to a lot more than you'd expect me to listen to. I listen to a lot of, a lot of R&B, good mix of some older country. Hmm. Like, if you ever, if you ever go do karaoke with me, I'm very... I can fit whatever the bill is looking for. I think we're going to have to do once, that. Next time I come I in, we're going to have to do the karaoke. World Heavyweight Champion of Karaoke by Tim Donst. All right. So what would you say your top five pop pop-punk bands are? Top five pop-punk bands? Ugh. Um, I guess I'd have to say New Fun Glory number one, just because I've seen them so many times. Uh, their newer albums have not been good, but... They came to a I show, mean, haven't they? They've been to AIW, haven't they? Yeah, they... They came to AIW when I wasn't there. I was at their show. Oh. Uh, um, but yeah, I so New Fun Glory probably one. Uh, the Wonder Years probably two. Uh, Fireworks are a band that means a lot to me. Uh, the Matches actually, the Matches might be number one. They might be my number one in my heart. That's uh, three. What other what other pop punk bands have I? Do I listen to very often that I would count as my favorites? Uh, the format probably doesn't count, but I'll still the format in there. Oh, I think more people, more people should listen to the format. You could just be making up words. I have no, I've never heard <laughs> of any of these bands. Do you know who Fun is? The band Fun, Josh? Yes, yes. With the period fun, at the end. Fun. Yes. The format was Nate Roos, the singer's band, before he was in Fun. Ah, okay. Um, Motion City soundtrack would be my fifth you pass out with motion city you pass. Do, you, uh, do you use apple or do you use spotify music uh, i use spotify for years and then it's just cheaper for me to use apple and use apple and apple tv and then like i also have apple arcade which i don't play much on but just to have it see i was gonna and have you make have me a, a nice of... playlist on spotify because i'd like to listen to, to like i've listened to newfound glory but like the other bands i, I don't really have much uh I haven't really listened to, so I was going to have you make me a little playlist, but you're on Apple. I'm on Spotify. I can, so. I can give you a list of songs to listen to. Okay. I don't need to make a playlist. Album. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll get, I'll make you a pop punk playlist. Sounds good. Okay. Now when, now when you get your into older country, I want to know how you define older country. Everybody can have a different idea of what older country is. So as far as what I like to listen to and what I enjoy are two different things. Like, I enjoy a lot of, like, bluegrass. I enjoy a lot of, like, older, like, Willie Nelson, Loretta Lynn, like, things like yeah. that. Like, I enjoy okay. I enjoy older stuff. But, like, I mostly listen to, like, Garth Brooks and Tim McGraw. Okay. Those are two, like, more contemporary. I yeah, guess you, I like Chris Stapleton a lot. Okay. Could you, um, could you, could you enjoy the old stuff, but you're, but you're, like, a 90 country type of guy then? Yeah, I, I enjoy a lot of, like, 90s country pop more than, like, newer country pop. Okay. You and I, I need to, you and I need to hit a karaoke night and play just do a bunch of the fucking ninety country. That's my wheelhouse. I can do I I can do a little bit. There, those are a couple of my like I said, I go I can go to any country like any karaoke bar, like no matter what they're doing, I can I can usually match what they're doing and then I go up and do something completely different afterwards just to throw everybody. Uh, now we need to we, we need to segue into movies, right? So yes. give us give us Maybe. your number one. Give us your all time. My favorite movie of all time is A Walk to Remember. Okay. L- look at you. Who would have thought that? <laughs> I would not have expected that one, but I, I can. Me neither. I, I just had this conversation with my girlfriend's family 
last weekend, two weekends ago at this point. Uh, yeah, it's got everything. Like you laugh, you cry, there's music in it. There's, I mean, Mandy Moore's in it. How can you go wrong? Oh my God, look at you. Uh, but then like it quickly drops off to like Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2, Out Cold, <laughs> Grind. Like it really, it goes from like a walk to remember to like movies you don't have to watch, which... Wayne's World like 2 would be movie. one of them, yes. Fact, yeah, nobody should watch Wayne's World 2 ever. <laughs> do you do you collect anything? Do you have like a, a big collection of anything? Um, I collect things that I like. I don't have like I don't like have like oh I have a punk a Funko Pop collection or I have an action figure collection. I'm like oh I like that Funko Pop. I'm gonna buy that. So I just have a collection of like stuff that I like. Okay. It's nothing like it's literally like the Funko Pops. I have a bunch of the Lucha Marvel. Funko Pops. I'm kind of looking at things that I have. There's not a lot in this room in particular. I collect bags. I have a huge fanny pack collection. Uh, nice. Yeah, I, I have. I just, I anything that's kind of cool, I'll grab it for better or worse. I, it's, it's a problem sometimes because I'll go to a store and be like, oh, I'm only going to buy one thing, and then I'll walk out with like 80 bucks in merchandise that I was not <laughs> planning on spending, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Done that several times at AIW. <sighs> Yeah, we have we have high quality merchandise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's. I also can't between. pass up a deal. I'm very bad at passing up a deal. Well, half my, the time when I walk out with AIW merchandise, because you've been pulling the fucking Don West shit on me, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's right. good. That's I, do it. It. I was going to say, nobody I'll hard sells better than Dustin. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, my my main goal this year has been to uh, instead of like say, oh yeah, I'm gonna you know go meet this wrestler, or whatever. And then when I get to that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I don't want to go wait in this line or do that. Uh, so I've changed my mind. Like this year, I'm going to go like meet everybody that I can for the most part. Um, just cause like, I regret like bandito being there. And like, I know I asked for him to be there for how many times. And then I didn't get a, a picture with them or, or an autograph. And like, I still regret that again. Like even after I saw him at GCW, I then missed him at AIW and didn't get a photo with them. So my my goal this year is to to make sure I don't uh, miss out on all those. So like uh, Alec Price was there uh, this weekend, and I made sure I went and got a, a photo with him. And I got I'll a, see him this weekend. I, I got to get my Alec Price picture this weekend. Yeah, he has he has one uh, one of his photos is from AIW where he, when he came out with all the belts. Uh, so I grabbed that, and he has like different trading cards and pins and stuff. So I grabbed a trading card. So that's uh, that's one of my old my old rules was I'll only take a picture of somebody who could beat my ass. So I like for the only time I only had a picture of me with Brian Danielson, me and Terry Funk, and me and Dan Severn. Those were the you only three wrestler picture. pictures I had. You and well, I, yeah. Had a well, you didn't have one with LA Park. <laughs> I've switched. I've I've since gotten rid of that rule. So <laughs> I thought you thought I could kick your ass, so you took a picture. No, with no. Me. I've, since, I've since gotten rid of that rule. It's, so I should I should take one where it's I I only take photos with wrestlers that I'm taller than. That's what it should be. That's. That's a lot. That's almost the entire yeah. roster of most. Pretty characters. much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into these voicemails. Uh, let's get it popping. Let's go. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay. So let's start with Adam Van. Hey guys, it's Adam Van, the star of at odds with wrestling recently i've been catching a lot of flack for my voicemails 
People seem to think that I'm using them to get myself over or to push my own agenda. And I want to assure you and your listeners that that's not the case. In fact, I really care about you guys and your well-being. Like, for example, I know that Marcy recently launched her own OnlyFans. Congratulations. I know that between the podcast, the new venture, and all our other responsibilities, sometimes it's difficult to manage a healthy lifestyle. That's why Eat Right has hundreds of different customizable meal plans <laughs> shipped right to your door that take the pain out of balancing a proper diet. And now, for a limited time, use promo code ADDODS at checkout to receive 20% off your first month's order. Also, I know that Jay Gold has been taking a lot of abuse from his co-hosts and from some of the callers lately, but now more than ever, I think taking steps to properly care for your mental health is quick and easy thanks to BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with certified <laughs> mental health professionals for personalized and confidential sessions on your schedule. Don't let any perceived oh, hassles or stigmas get in the way of a better you. Go to betterhelp.com slash at odds for a free session with a trained professional. And hey, Butters, I know you're a man who takes his personal appearance very seriously, but sometimes it's difficult to maintain that high standard that you set for yourself. That's why Manscaped developed the Lawnmower 5000. Never before has personal grooming been so quick, easy, and painless. And for a limited time, the new Lawnmower 5000 comes with three months of free razor replacements if you use promo code at odds at checkout. And finally, Jayhawk faces a lot of oh, pressures God. juggling podcasting, refereeing, and being a family man. And sometimes those pressures have unforeseen consequences in the bedroom. Well, worry no more because Blue Chew gives you that extra bit of confidence where it matters, allowing you to rise to every occasion. Blue Chew arrives in a discreet package right to your doorstep. And for the next month, customers that go to bluechew.com slash odds will receive half off their first month's supply. She'll be glad you made the jump. What are you waiting for? <laughs> See, guys, I'm really just all about you. I'm all about your well-being, and I have absolutely no skin in the game. That's it for me. Bye. Oh, joke on you, Adam. Later, the only reason I the joke on you, Adam. The only reason I don't plug Blue Chew on this show because they don't fucking pay me. Oh, two things. Uh, two things. One, for somebody who complains about Justin Summers leaving eight-minute phone calls on their voicemail <laughs> line. Adam Ben uh, is getting Justin Summers level. Second, I hope my check's in the mail, Adam, since you're doing this on my episode. Oh, I love it. That is outstanding. Oh, he got he got it. He got it. That's outstanding. Oh, shit. All, All right. right. Uh, up next is the lovely The Other JB. Hello there, Indie Wrestling Guide. It is The Other JB here. It was really nice seeing all y'all at AIW's uh, Join the Swarm. It was, uh, well, it was a wild time there. Uh, I'm sure that everyone's had fun um, litigating what's what's happened. So uh, we've got Dustin Alberti on the show today. So I don't um, always go back and watch the stream, so I don't know as much about Dustin from commentary. But um, I've got a question. Um, so at Join the Swarm, we had Paul London singing out the Thunderball theme. My question to uh, Dustin and the crew, what is your favorite James Bond movie? Um, you can litigate what your favorite themes are as well, but um, I'm sure that films are going to be an easier question to answer. Uh, mine is um, of Her Majesty's Secret Service. That's a, I think that one's a little bit underrated. I think that one's that one's the best already. Let me know. Okay, so nice. your favorite James Bond film? 
and uh, your favorite James Bond song, I guess, or theme. All right. So uh, James Bond movies are movies you have to like, sit down and watch. And we've already been over. I'm not really big into sit down and watch movies. Uh, so I guess my favorite one is Tomorrow Never Dies because I saw it in theaters. And like with five minutes left, somebody pulled the fire alarm and I got my money back. So like <laughs> I basically got to see the whole movie up to credits and got my money back for it. So that was kind of cool. Nice. Uh, and my favite uh, theme is the GoldenEye 007 N64 theme. Nice. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that counts, but it counts to me. Now, I, I love, love James Bond, love anything James Bond. Um, I would say the best theme of James Bond is For Your Eyes Only, by far, or View to a Kill, because Duran Duran sings it. But I would say the be- my favorite Bond movie could be anything with Roger Moore. Man with the Golden Gun was was uh was fun i love how tongue-in-cheek roger moore was um but sean connery is the best bond but uh yeah i got off track there but yeah those are those are my dumb opinions on bond uh movie why the the connery and the moore one are the best ones goldfinger really good russia with love really good dr no really good i'd probably put those my top three i used to have to watch a james bond movie all the time my mom loved the things uh best bond theme song live and let die it's not only hmm. do you have the Paul McCartney and Wing version of it, which is fantastic, but then Guns N' Roses did a cover of it, which was really fucking good, too. Yeah. But you got two really good versions of that one, so that's probably where I'm going with it as far as the theme goes. RC? Um, I don't really care about the movies. Uh, I, I, give also... you a, I give you my favorite best favorite James Bond game that's not GoldenEye. What uh, is it? Agent Under Fire, which is like that one that I think it was like the first like PS2 one that came out, where they hmm. still had Pierce Brosnan's likeness, but they didn't get his voice, so he never talks. Oh, I don't remember that one. It so, was like a very early of that generation. It's like, oh, yeah, we're playing video games now. So uh, my favorite themes, uh, I, I my top three. For some reason, the first thing that popped in my head is when Madonna did uh, Die Another Day. Um, and that mm, was like good one. That was like prime. Like for some reason, I had that on playlists when I was first getting into like having like music on my computer. Um then Adele Skyfall. I thought that was a really good one. Uh, but my favorite is Billie Eilish, No Time to Die. Um, I've had that on my playlist since I first heard it. And uh, it still comes up and I still listen to it every time. She's got like the most beautiful voice. Um, as far as my favorite movie, uh, it actually ties in with my favorite Bond video game, which is Quantum of Solace. Um, I, oh. I really like the new... Um, I I liked all the Daniel Craig films. Uh, I really, really enjoyed him as Bond, especially Casino Royale and then Quantum of Solace. Like I know a lot of people didn't like Quantum of Solace, but I felt like that whole opening scene with them doing the um, the free running and shit like that and the parkour, I thought that was awesome. Um, and that made me really like that cemented uh, to me as like Bond being like a franchise that can like pick up on new action tropes and do like really cool shit with them. <laughs> Uh, plus the video game uh, had like the best online multiplayer and it was basically like Call of Duty with James Bond characters and I fucking whooped the shit out of everybody uh, in Quantum of Solace um, and it actually like they kept the online going for like years after that game came out because it was so popular um, and I had all the golden guns for everything because I just I whooped the shit out of everybody playing it but and I think I had it through Gamefly when that was a thing um, and I nice. I was able to just whoop everybody with it it was so good um but remember, i spent remember, go ahead go on no you can go first i i spent like this morning trying to find i couldn't remember the exact name of that game uh so i spent like this morning like going through stuff trying to, to find that because i actually kind of like pre-screened some of the calls uh just to like 
give everybody a heads up uh so they weren't on the spot uh, and we had answers for people but that uh i was going through and like you said uh agent under fire was like one that people like really talked about often as one of the best ones next to goldeneye so remember there's that cartoon james bond jr no i don't remember that he's like he's he's like the kid james he's like the teenager james bond going on like secret missions which bond girl was the mother i don't think i don't think they thought they put very much thought into the show (laughs) but it was a thing because they also had a video game that was not good (laughs) yeah i don't remember that that's interesting uh all right up next is observational banter Hey, it's Observational Banter, uh, since I guess I can't use my real first name. Goddamn Banter right. now. That's right. Quick question here for Dustin. So I don't know if you remember, I think back in March or April, when we had the ring rental up in Cleveland. I ordered the BLT with no B because I don't like bacon. And I was just wondering um, if you ever got around to trying that, trying a nice lettuce tomato sandwich. I think it'd be a, I mean, I like it. You know, it's not too bad, depending on how much uh, condiments it's off the cut on there. But yeah, if you ever had an LT, let me know. Anyways, thanks. Have a good one. Yeah, so that's that's something I completely forgot about. He this kid orders a BLT and he goes, Ah, no bacon on it though. And I was like, I was the only one who noticed he ordered it. <laughs> so lettuce and tomato sandwich, like some then weird. It's not, then it's just lettuce and tomato on bread. It's not a sandwich. It's, like, it's, it's a it's lettuce con- and tomato sandwich. No, no those are a sandwich. Those are vegetables that have to be with something. You have to pair the lettuce them. and tomato sandwich. That I is have gross. not tried it. Because uh, I could think of way better things to do than eat a lettuce and tomato sandwich. You gotta, have, you gotta have mayo on it at least. Something, something to go with he that. Okay. okay. He had mayonnaise on it. I, I, I don't understand how people don't like bacon. Like to make other food better, they wrap them in bacon. Here's the we thing: we wouldn't Jared, know a water chestnut egg if it weren't for bacon. Bacon was scraps of meat, and they've somehow convinced <clears> the world <throat> to eat these scraps of meat and make all this money off of them uh t- before like the 80s bacon was not a thing it was not something that like but that's like every good food in the world used to just be scraps of meat like wings wings used to be scraps of meat that's just exactly. good as fuck. Uh, like know, it, the it, best it, the best things are scraps of meat i, I saw this thing I understand uh, on bacon and it's bacon. made me really question uh my love of bacon Weird and if i should be uh if i should be partaking in that much bacon so Take, no, it, you, take you it from a, take it from this can, Jew. Bacon is delicious, and you can eat it all the time. <laughs> I, I can I'm tell go- you, you should not be eating a lot of bacon all the time. It's very good, and I do eat it all the time. But butters, you're right. Probably should not be eating bacon as much as I do. Yeah, I mean, I know I've already stolen a line from Jim Gaffigan, but I'm going to steal another one. You know, bacon's good because the healthy alternative is a donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jayhawk, you get you got a chuckle out of me there. Oh, well, uh, we're all going to get a chuckle here because uh, up next is Sam from Burlington. Hell yeah. Hi, it's me, Sam from Burlington. I don't know if you remember me. I didn't call in last week. I remember. I was packing for the Jericho cruise. (laughs) But I listened to the last few shows. You all were short. Two weeks ago, no Jayhawk. And then last week, no Jay Gold. Marcy's never sounded so more upbeat. It's like she got a B12 <laughs> shot. <laughs> but the absences were notable. I sure missed Jayhawk. Another interview show this week. Dustin Alberti. I like Dustin. He's smart, yes. but not yes. too smart. I mean, he <laughs> is going on the wrestling world equivalent of Magic Johnson's Magic Hour. <laughs> when will you guys talk about wrestling again? <laughs> someone will have the courage to run some shows anytime soon? You know, post-COVID? 
<laughs> Why else would you not be reviewing indie wrestling matches? <laughs> Jay Gold apparently was out last week with COVID. Hey, Charlie, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Never. I'm never. <laughs> no, no, no. In fact, two weeks ago, Marcy said my call was mean-spirited. Marcy, I like you best. <laughs> so, to make it up to you, I've written a little poem. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. Put your penis away, Jay Gold. It's not a dirty one. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear my poem? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Here goes. Soon IW Guide will be on. I really can't wait. Did Jay Gold survive another week? I must learn of his fate. Will he speak about buying toys or playing video games? While countless productive humans go far too early to their graves. <laughs> Indie wrestling is supposed to be the topic of the show. Though how we've all become familiar with Jay Gold's in-laws, I'll certainly never know. I look forward to my weekly dose of wonderful Marcy, Charlie B., and Jayhawk. But when Jay Gold starts in about his weekend plans, my heart just seems to balk. But no fear. I'll continue to listen. I'll call another day as I patiently wait for a time when Jay Gold is no longer in the way. Okay, gotta go fight. <laughs> Beautiful. That wasn't mean spirited at all. No, I mean, it, oh, no. That poem, that poem gets a lot of snap. I can't snap my fingers. There's but a get the tear point. in my eye. You can't see it, but trust me. <laughs> Thanks, Stan. Stan. <laughs> all right. Uh, up next is uh, our buddy Zach from Rubber City Toys. Hey, the indie wrestling guy, Zach here. Just wanted to call and leave you a little question. I was curious to know what your favorite, and it's probably the wrong word, but wrestler accessory is. Um, example, one of my favorites. Uh, remember when Dr. Dan would come out with those pamphlets? That was genius, right? Like, that was, like, really good. So, you know, something like that. I don't know. Maybe a bat. Maybe, uh, didn't Eric Ryan come out with forks? That was kind of cool. All right. Y'all take care. Bye. Dustin, you first. You're our guest. Uh, my, my favorite wrestler accessory. Uh, I was just saying the other day how cool Matt Tremont was when he brought out the barbecue fork. He used to carry <laughs> a barbecue fork around his neck. That was really cool. So I would go with that. That's a that's a cool accessory. I'm a Dan Housen mark, so I'm going to go with a jar of teeth. And also when he would carry the spike, uh, the spike was really cool. I like people to carry spikes. Jimmy Jacobs, when he would carry it. Good stuff. Yeah, carrying spikes a cool move. I would say Bruiser Brody with the with the chain or Abdullah with the fork. Uh, either one of those guys get me every time. And I'm going to give an honorable mention to Derek and his uh, his uh, uh, what was it? A tack or barbed wire covered clapboard that he had. That that was that was dope. I'll get heat for it, but I'm going to go with Jim Cornette and the tennis racket. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic. No, there's no heat. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a classic. Good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, if if it if it the rich mama boy gimmick so. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Claudio Castanelli slash Cesaro's tearaway pants, because why wouldn't I? Yeah, I agree. Why wouldn't we? More. There needs to be more tearaway pants in wrestling. That's one of the... I'm gonna add that or CPAs, CPAs yes. tearaway shirts. More tearaway, <laughs> rest, more tearaway clothes in general. More tearaway <laughs> clothes. More tearaway clothes. All right. Uh, up next is a call from Louisiana. If it'll play. Hold on. It's Hill Jack calling from a local phone booth north of the bayou. 
and I'm just calling into a good friend, Alberte, asking if he's seen that son of a bitch bastard swamp man. And if you've seen him, let him know I'm going to kill that bastard. <laughs> oh. I see Swamp Man every time I close my eyes. Uh, oh my god, there's some there's some real animosity with Hilljack. My god, a nightmare. It is. Uh, yeah, it is the, deep. I I thought that so I was not there this weekend as we kind of talked about. I had I also had COVID, so I was not at AIW over the weekend. Uh, I did not expect them to show up. Uh, they went from a non-canon show to being a real thing. Uh, this is AIW's version of of like the Fiend Lore. This is our <laughs> Hilljack is our Uncle Howdy, I guess. And it's way Swamp better Man than the Fiend. A million times Swamp better. Man. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Swamp Man lost some weight. He looked good this weekend. <laughs> I know this guy. He slimmed down quite a bit. Yeah, he slimmed down. He slimmed down a lot. People kept asking me, "Who is it?" I was like, I, "It's the Swamp Man." I don't know what you want me to tell you. Uh, Hilljack. I'm glad. I'm glad he. Uh, I'm glad he showed up again. He, he, he needs that for himself. Uh, <laughs> I think we need Hilljack and Sam from Burlington against Josh and Swamp Man uh, at a uh, show one day. I'll tell you. <laughs> I think yeah. I have to. Yeah, I have of- to be the special guest referee. That's like it's not or at fair. Least, or at least the announcer, Jay uh, should be the ref. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. I'll, I'll do it. And then Dustin and I will do commentary. There you go. That's yeah. the amount of the amount of SWAT men and Hilljack stuff that's been pitched to Thorne is driving him nuts. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> now that it's officially canon, he's he's pulling his hair out. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. I love it so much. Uh I'm so glad Hilljack called in. Uh we really appreciate it, Hilljack. I'm glad you listened. Hilljack. Yes. Uh, and last but certainly not least, uh, the leader of uh, the If You Catch My Griff podcast, Austin, called in. Yes. Hello, friends. This is Austin from If You Catch My Griff, calling in for the best in the biz, Dustin Alberti. Hi, everybody. Uh, so, Dustin, you're a fanny pack guy. So I'm curious, how do you wear it? On your waist? crossbody in the front in the back does it vary based on like what you're wearing or where you are or how many other people are around and these are like <laughs> hard-hitting questions this is the kind of stuff that journalists just don't dig for so inquiring minds must know thanks so much i will listen for my answer on the podcast and stay beautiful that is a good question uh so it kind of depends on what i'm doing if I know that there's a lot of stuff going on, I'll usually set it at a table. But like, if I'm carrying it around, if I'm just getting out of my car really quick to go inside, I'll throw it over and wear it like a sling. If we're doing ring crew or if I have like, if we have like a rental, I wear it like an actual fanny pack, uh, just for to have to have my stuff on me. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that can go wrong in a wrestling at a wrestling show, and I have a lot of things that can fix those things in my fanny pack. I don't just carry it to look cool. There's there's multiple tools in there. There's pens. There's markers. There's paper. There's uh, knives, multiple knives, battery packs, different charging cables. I'm always always ready for what could happen at the show that day. Love it. I need to uh, get myself one. Uh, I still don't have a fanny pack, and I feel like uh, the need is growing stronger every day that I need one for wrestling shows. I- I got several. I got the AIW one. I got a PVD one. I actually have an old WWF Attitude one that 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 old security guard used to wear. Do you guys, that, do you guys want to see? 
You guys want to see my collection? Let me go grab it. Yeah, let's. Oh, let's. A, oh, let me grab what I got. They're not all up here. There's only some of them up here. Butters, give there. us back. Uh, give us back the screen so I can see his uh, his collection. Okay. And we all need right. to. All right. We need we to get will. the IW guide fanny pack up on Rainbuster T. But I'm not my fanny pack outdated. I think yeah. they're up we'll on there actually. Okay, cool. We'll see how good I am at commentating. I will describe what they look like for those watching at home. So this is one of my favorite ones. I haven't used it in a while. This is a Herschel 18. It's got two nice little pack, nice two little guys up front. Nice Fancy. size on the inside. And I really like it because it has these little cinch straps down here. So if there's like an AIW show and I don't really know like what the weather's going to be like, I can throw a hoodie through here and just kind of lash it to it. and I'm good to go. So nice. That's, that's one of my favorite ones. That's why it's not in the container. I have a Lake Area Monsters WWE promotional fanny pack from a Lake Area Monsters game. Nice. That's it looks like the WWE Universal well, World Heavyweight Championship. I have a Herschel 17 Cavs fanny pack. It's got the little Cavs logo there. NBA on the front, Cleveland on the back. I also have an Indians one. It says Indians on the top. And then it's got uh or it says Indians where the Cavs logo is at, and then it says Cleveland on the top. So I've got that one. I've got the 17 edition Star Wars Stormtrooper edition. It's uh it's all white. Look at you. I think the... this is actually what he does collect uh, now that we... Yes, I was going to say. I, you guys, I have a bunch of them. Uh, and then I also have these 17 in a, uh, like, a dusty pink. It's a very... This is, like, one of my favorite ones because it's, like, super light and, like, durable. This was when I went to uh, Indiana for the I Assure You Were Open show. This was life. This was a lifesaver. Look at you. This is... We got you started. We had a whole nother show going on right here. Yeah, I got my fanny pack out. This is a Herschel 19. It's just really big. Got a lot of space on the inside. Nice. Uh, this is for like, if I'm going on a, like, like a, if I'm going to be gone for a couple days, I'll throw some stuff in this and throw it in the car. And that's my, that's my go-to for that. We have the Patriot exclusive Pod Van Dam fanny pack. Yeah. For they're a, they're a clothing brand. I don't know if you guys know about Pod Van Dam. It's a clothing brand. <laughs> um, I have a Vans. This one's actually really nice. It's a Vans. It attaches to a backpack that matches it. So it's got like little straps in the back. You can attach it to the backpack and got a nice little inside. It's got an inside zipper pocket. Nice, nice size pocket in the front. That's a good Dustin one right a, there. Dustin's a complicated man. He, uh, he's I got, am, I am. look at all this. We've got the Cleveland Browns rip stop. I, I don't think I've really used this one much. It's got, got a decent amount of space, a little pocket in the front. Got it for Christmas. It's a good one. <laughs> And I love the fact you can't even the, wear that to the freaking stadium because their bag rolls are stupid. But is, they are stupid. I have the old school Cavs uh, promotional with the Mountain Dew logo on the side. Nice, that's, that one's a, cool. That's a that's a great yeah. one. Uh, I have this one that my ex wife's former best friend bought me. It, there's a little Bluetooth speaker that goes in here that sucks, but the fanny pack looks cool. So you know that's nice. Right on. I've got. My 1993 vintage Vision Streetwear, uh, not necessarily zebra print, but like zebra-esque print, very geometric. There's a lot, guys. I got my White Claw hard seltzer. It's more of a pouch. It's a nice one I got for free with some uh, promotional items. And then a promotional anti-smoking. It's a very tiny little guy. It says junk on it. The Truth, Truth anti-smoking fanny pack. And those are the only ones I have up here. I I don't have my I have a uh 
Simpsons one that's like the 17, but it has uh, the pink donut on it. And then I have my, like I said, I have my Indians one that's downstairs. Now the Guardians. I'm only saying Indians because it is an Indians one. I'm not trying yeah, to get yeah. canceled. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, Dustin, like the Guardians, you, you, I like the Guardians name better anyways. Dustin, you are oh, a, uh, you're a fantastic, you're a fantastic guest. And I, I honestly, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd show you all the other things I collect too. But like I said, I just, I collect things that I like. Nice. So, yeah. Right. There you go. Look into the fanny pack collection. It's not even all the bag collection. I've got multiple duffel bags and backpacks. <laughs> it's too much. All right. Well, thank Don't you to all our callers. All. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, I think this was the most calls we've had uh, in a uh, week. So that's awesome. And uh, hilarious. They're all yeah. hilarious. Super talented. Everybody who calls in our show, we really appreciate it. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Dustin, you got plugs, Dustin? Yeah, you got plugs, man. Plugs. Plugs. This is coming out Wednesday, right? Yes, sir. All right. So first and foremost, you could follow me on all social media at RevTintin. That's R-E-V-T-I-N-T-I-N. This Saturday, uh, AIW will be at Toy Hyo hawking some merchandise. May or may not be there. It kind of depends how my day goes uh, because we also have a show that night in Youngstown at the West Side Bowl. Uh, this what is, this aggression will not stand. Uh, World famous cheeseburger is going to be making his AIW debut. Uh, Space Monkey is going to be making his AIW return, getting that big Road Warrior welcome back pop. Real excited about that. <laughs> Space um, Monkey versus Hill Jack is a match I'd really enjoy. I'm just just throwing that <laughs> out there. <laughs> In the universe. Don't worry, I'm going through all that's, these freaking requests. That's not the match, but the match that Space Monkey's in is pretty good. That's yeah, the, the, four, the four way is going to be great, but uh, I'm just saying. Tim, but, yeah. Jocelyn, Austin James, and uh, uh, Anthony Young, right? That's his name, Anthony yeah. Young? But, yeah, uh, I'm just saying, like, Hill Jack seeing a, a talking Space Monkey would be very interesting. I'm, I'm sure if Hill Jack is backstage, I'm sure that they'll have some type of interaction. <laughs> I think they should become best friends. Uh, that, yeah, I need. Uh, we need to see that. Uh, that needs to be filmed for something. Uh, maybe some Patreon content or something. Um, yeah, follow AIW on all of their stuff. Uh, as I am, I am a company man now, I'm not just the commentator. I'm also a company <laughs> man. So follow at AI Wrestling on everything. The card is going to change coming on podcasts when they do it. They're going to try to be a little more on that. Uh, follow the Patreon. Uh, we just recently had a meeting and there's a lot of really cool stuff that we talked about doing. Uh, keep following us, watch what we do. We're one of the few independent wrestling companies that's actually doing it purely independent right now, like doing our own production, which is a learning curve. All of our, almost all of our talent on our shows are homegrown and you would never guess it by the quality of the shows. So yeah, just keep following AIW, follow me. If you want to see me anywhere, if you like my commentary, one, let me know you like it, so I know that like I'm not just talking. And also let other people know that you like it, and let other people know to book me and have me do commentary. I show up with the car of kids if you want me to show up with the car of kids. All right on. Thank you, Dustin. It's been great, man. Of course. All right, Jayhawk, to you, my friend. You can follow you can follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash RefJayhawk. Marky. Uh, you can find me pretty much in every platform. Uh, e-girl fanboy, boy spelled B-O-I. 
uh that twitter is 18 plus i feel like i, I haven't mentioned it, but i just make that clear uh you can also find me on only fans and hey adam van if you're gonna use me as an opportunity to do some advertisements maybe put some of that money towards the subscription there buddy <laughs> also listen to my other podcast x over our mac and me episode just dropped check it out i fucking hate that stupid little alien <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Charlie underscore butters on the good old Twitter machine. Um, there is a new episode of if you catch my grift out uh, where we're talking about uh, Mr. Logan Paul. Uh, so check that out. And uh, that's it for me. Jay gold. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jay gold 12. You can find me on Instagram at Jay gold 12. Please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And don't forget the new Twitter handle and well, the Twitter handle, IWGuide1. Don't go to IWGuide because that won't be us. Uh, don't forget about the merch store over at BrainBusterTees.com where our faces on your body are podcast friends at Odds with Wrestling, the super fantastic podcast. The pod is the card is going to change. The A-Show, Wrestling Cheers, our very own Marcy's X-Over, and our very own home offices, if you catch my griff, our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, pwponderings.com time capsule toys toy hio which is this sunday on super saturday. bowl sunday saturday. Oh, saturday i'm sorry super bowl weekend this saturday everybody go everybody in ohio go make sure you have fun rubber city toys big starts brand septab photo and smoking jay's barbecue the best barbecue in ohio that is all for me this was a fun show thanks again to our guests i look forward to the next one jayhawk oh my, my turn for the quote the quake yes yes sir and the word of Jerry the King Lawler. I don't recognize your faith, but your breath is familiar. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Oh, man. See you next week, everybody. Support independent wrestling. See ya. Later. Later. Gonna be my study.
running out of time. You can run, but you do.